You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Anthony Kastrovitz, and this is our weekly look at the Kansas City Royals. I am joined by Jeffrey Flanagan. Jeffrey, I hope you weren't making any vacation plans in October uh, because it looks like you're probably covering the World Series again the way the Royals have played of late, uh, eight in a row as we record this. What is the key to the turnaround here? Well, first of all, I'm trying to remember this MLB.com columnist who wrote a column recently about uh, the races, and, and he kind of suggested that he had mentally checked out on the Royals. Do you remember who that was? That was me, and I was talking about the division race. For the okay, all right. And I do want to point out that the Royals have just won nine of their last ten, eight in a row, and they are still eight games back in the division. So <laughs> if they have another eight, uh, eight in a row in them, perhaps uh, we can talk about the division. But until then, I'm still mentally checking out on the Royals and the Eels. All right, sounds good. Uh, I just <laughs> had to bust you there. Uh, yeah, they just, uh, you know, partly, too, we have to mention that they have played the Twins seven times during this streak, So, uh, and they're – pretty much a mess, but uh, they also did sweep the Tigers on the road, uh, which is pretty impressive, and, and they took two out of three from the Blue Jays at home, so uh, just everything clicking right now. They're getting, obviously, tre- tremendous starting pitching. Uh, Ian Kennedy's uh, just on fire. Duffy's doing his thing. Uh, everybody of uh, Ventura, uh, even Dylan G has pitched in, uh, and their bullpen, you know, once they got rid of those stiffs, Wade Davis and, and Luke Hochever, <laughs> their bullpen <laughs> is suddenly a uh, Absolutely incredible. They have not given up a run since, uh, as we talk here, since August 10th. Uh, and they have a streak of uh, almost 30 innings of scoreless ball. So, uh, and, they're, and they're not exactly crushing the, the baseball offensively, but they're getting timely hits and just enough hitting to, uh, to win. And uh, there you have it. It's kind of a, a simple formula that they, they've used the last couple of years. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned the bullpen without Davis, and, and Calvin Herrera steps into the closing role, but. Um, but yeah, it's also unexpected contributions. Uh, Peter Moylan, you know, seventy-seven-year-old yeah. journeyman. He's got ten straight scoreless appearances. Uh, Joaquin Soria has been really good of late. We've talked about Matt Stram and, and what he's delivered since coming up uh, from AAA from the left-hand side. Uh, Brian Flynn has been good for them. It's been really. This is not the. I mean, Soria, of course, was in that initial group. But this is by and large, this is not the bullpen group uh, they went into the season with, and, and they're getting it done. Yeah, and we we need to, to mention Chris Young too, who has really turned yeah. it around uh, once he went to the pen. So, uh, yeah, it's just kind of a uh, you know I was talking to some of the guys about that yesterday about just you know once uh, you know Wade Davis is one of the best relievers in baseball went down, uh, just collectively they just kind of got together and and uh, you know everybody's picking everybody up and I mean with with that group even uh, Chin Meng Wong uh, stepped in and threw three shutout innings the other day and he hardly gets used at all but uh, he contributed so. Uh, just kind of amazing that these uh, these guys that just didn't necessarily count on uh, in spring training are are really coming through for them. Yeah, and uh, what is the latest on Davis? By the way, um, I know they're still hoping to see him uh, before season's end, uh, following that that flexor strain. What's the latest on his recovery? Well, he's uh, he's actually in Arizona right now, and he's going to throw some live uh, BP uh, down there, and I suspect he would do that maybe two, maybe three times. Um, and then they'll probably just turn him loose. Uh, I don't think he'll go out and do a rehab assignment. I think he'll just uh, do the live BP, and, uh, you know, maybe they get him back within a week. All right. And, of course, uh, starting pitching has also been a big contributor to this turnaround. It, it itself has turned around. Uh, starter, Royal starters are 10-1 and with a 2.53 ERA of late. Only the Cubs have been better in that span. And, 
it's not like we don't talk about this guy uh, in previous podcasts, Jeffrey, but Danny Duffy, of course, is, is the leader of that group right now. And we saw that again on Sunday. Uh, one, one run in six and two-thirds innings. Uh, just, just a legitimate number one right now. Yeah, he really is. I mean, he, he, he's won 10 straight decisions. And yeah. uh, I think what impressed everybody yesterday on Sunday was that he really didn't have his best command. Uh, he was kind of struggling with that for the first time in a long time. Uh, but still navigated his way through a bunch of traffic early on and uh, was able to give him six and two-thirds innings and, like you mentioned, only one run. Uh, in previous starts like that, maybe last year or, or early this year uh, uh, before he caught fire, you know, that, that would be a start that he doesn't last four innings. But, you know, he, he's, he's found a way to get it done and grind uh, out those type of games and, and get him into the seventh. And, again, that saves the bullpen. Uh, they didn't have to use uh, – a ton of guys yesterday, and, and they got a, a close two to one win. Uh, offensively, in the last two plus weeks, uh, Alex Gordon is hitting 353 with five homers, 14 game stretch. Uh, we knew he was hitting about 200 uh, before that. Uh, Alcides Escobar has been getting on base at a 383 clip. His on base percentage was 277 in the <laughs> first 109 games of the season. So, uh, you know, right there, uh, two guys who made major contributions after really struggling early on. Yeah, and, and it's just uh, for Royal fans, it's got to be a great side relief to see Alex actually come back and contribute. And he had a two-homer game the other day and um, has raised his average. I think it had dipped all the way down to 198 at one point, and now it's in the, at least in the mid-220s and, and uh, trending upward. And, you know, Ned mentioned the other day that, you know, by the end of the year, if he continues this, you know, he'll be back up around 250, 255 probably. And it, it won't be a typical good Alex here, but it'll be a lot less embarrassing than it could have been. And you mentioned Esky, and I think the turnaround for him is once, you know, Ned got him out of the leadoff spot. Um, for some reason, and there, it makes absolutely no sense at all, but when he hits in the eighth spot, um, his numbers career-wise are really good. Uh, there's no explanation for that because it could be eight, four, six, whatever. But he he hits well in the eighth spot. Uh, the team's gotten um, looks better offensively when Paulo is leading off uh, instead of Esky. And you know Ned finally had to come to that realization. And uh, I'm not sure exactly what the record is since uh, Paulo went there, but it's it's really good, obviously, because they've had a terrific month of uh, month of August. Yeah. What do you think of that? Uh, you know, Orlando. You know, playing primarily in center field, and 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 Kane moved over to the right. That was uh, what you thought was maybe a temporary thing. Has been a little more permanent than expected. It really has, and it's uh, that alignment. Uh, I think is something pro- we're probably going to see the rest of the season. Uh, it was supposed to just be to protect Lorenzo's legs, and it has done that. But I think what they've found out is that Paulo is you know at least as good a center fielder as as Lorenzo Kane is. Uh, and that's saying a lot, but Paulo gets to a lot of balls. He's got terrific range. Uh, he really sees the ball well coming off the bat. And what they get out of that is Lorenzo's probably a better right fielder than Paulo was. So uh, in the long run, that's probably your best defensive alignment, and I'd be, I'd be pretty shocked if they switch away from that. All right, there you have it. The latest on the Red Hot Royals from Jeffrey Flanagan. He is canceling his vacation. He is canceling <laughs> his uh, tea times in October because it looks like uh, – might be another blue October there in Kansas City. We'll see if they can keep this going. Uh, and we got through all this, Jeffrey, without mentioning the Rally Mantis. That's I don't know. If that, oh. that feels like victory for us somehow. Rally Mantis Junior. Now we got to get that right. That's because, right. Uh, yeah. They killed. They killed the first one, but the second they one's doing the- fine. <laughs> 
All right. We'll check in with you again next week. Thanks for tuning in. This has been MLB.com Extras, Kansas City Royals edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.